So, you know, budgets are tight, right? We're all just out here hustling, trying to trying to find a way to support our families, yeah. right? We're all in that same boat. Um, and so one thing I would say, I never would ask, what is your budget? So that is not the right way to go about it. I think 99 times out of 100, <laughs> you're gonna get that same answer of like, yeah. I don't know. Hi, and welcome to Startup Marketing, the podcast created with female founders in mind. I'm Caitlin Pyatt, owner of Authentic Branding and Marketing, and I'm a marketing coach who teaches female startups how to brand, market, and grow their small businesses. I spent 10 years working in the corporate world before starting Authentic, and no matter where I'm working, I love branding and marketing. And now I'm here to break down my exact blueprint to starting a business, branding it, and marketing it for growth. Together, we can build something crazy successful. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to episode 35 of Startup Marketing. I am super excited today to have my guest, Sarah Tucker, and my usual guest host, Willa, with me. Sarah is a sales expert with 20 years of sales experience. She's successfully closed over $35 million in products and services over the course of her career, and she isn't finished yet. She holds her MBA from Indiana Wesleyan University and her undergrad from Moorhead State University. She's passionate about helping entrepreneurs learn how to close more deals faster and with maximum profit. Hi, Sarah, and welcome to Startup Marketing. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Uh, this is my first podcast interview, so I'm excited to kind of learn with you. Today, Sarah and I are excited to kind of go through, and we are going to talk about the importance of sales and marketing. So Sarah and I actually connected because we are both in the Omaha Women's Networking Group, which is a local networking group here in Omaha, as the title might tip you off. Um, but we connected because I was looking for guests on this podcast and I jumped at the chance to have Sarah on because I feel like a lot of times in sales and marketing tend to kind of butt heads a little bit and be at odds with each other a lot in the corporate world. Um, salespeople always feel like marketing could or should be doing more and the marketing people always feel like the salespeople need to like hold their horses and just be patient. Um, but in reality, you know, they, they really work together because marketing ultimately brings you the leads and sales qualifies them and closes those leads. So really you, you can't have one without the other. And it's really not that different. Um, in the entrepreneurial world. Do you want to give a little bit of insight into how your sales experience is translating into the entrepreneur field? Oh, sure. Yeah. As far as, you know, sales and marketing together, you're exactly right. You have to have a combination of both. And when you're starting to learn how to be an entrepreneur, um, you've got to figure out both pieces. And I think that mm -hmm. can be challenging. And a lot of people without the corporate experience, I found, think that they're one and the same. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's really important for, you know, new entrepreneurs as you're starting to learn how to run a business, whatever your strength is that you're selling or marketing, that you uh, build up your skills in both of those functions because they're both so key. Yeah, absolutely. So you had, this was... <laughs> 
So my house is my house is straight up chaos today. If anybody is listening, if you're a normal listener, you know that I usually have Willa. I have my six-year-old home with me. I'm on a phone call. <laughs> and and we're getting our bathroom remodeled, which was like a little bit of a, a last minute surprise. We're able to make it. Um so bear with us. But at any rate, you have this really excellent technique that you use to kind of qualify those leads. Tell me, tell me a little bit about it. And I have, I have a super exciting story that I've been waiting to share with you. Oh, yay. Good, good, fun. Yeah. I'm starting to break down the functions of sales um, into little bite-sized pieces so that I can find a great way to teach entrepreneurs that, that don't know, that don't know these skills yet. And so to me, one of the most important ones is just the ability to honestly take a look at your deals, um, and qualify them. Um, really all that means is you want to make sure you're investing your time in selling to people that have the ability to buy. And it's very easy as a new entrepreneur or a new salesperson, very similar uh, functions there to every lead that comes in. You're like, this is it. I am going to sell. If I can just do all the right things, I'm going to win this deal. But that's not actually true. Um, There are lots of reasons why people buy at certain times. And it's very important to make sure you're protecting your time as an entrepreneur and really qualifying the lead first so that you only spend your time selling to those people that are actually ready. Um, so hopefully that makes some sense and just breaks it down really simply. But the uh, method that I subscribe to, there's lots out there and I think all of them are good. Um, you really just have to pick one. But the one that I use is easy to remember and that's just the acronym BANT. So that's B-A-N-T um, and BANT, that stands for budget, authority, need, and timeline. So the objective is in the early stages of a sales cycle, you are looking for answers and verification that your prospect has all four of those components, which then will tell you that you should spend and invest your time in selling to them. Yeah, absolutely. I, so I've got two, two kinds of stories. I'll start with my first one. Before I ever knew about this method, I didn't have like a real strong sense of like how to hold a really good like consultation. So I, I do free 30 minute consultations with people who are interested in my services and I was super excited. I got a lead from a gal that I, um, knew from my corporate time and had a really, really great conversation with her. Like I, I knew exactly kind of the business she was trying to build. I see the value in it. I was super excited and she's kind of, you know, we're talking, we're having this really great conversation at the end. She's like, Hey, this is all really great. I love this. I need to talk to my partner. Now I knew she had a partner coming into this conversation. Um, but at the end, she's like, you know, my partner is a lot more about kind of bootstrapping everything, whereas I am like the outsourcing. And we didn't really like talk through any of my process. I didn't feel like I kind of gave anything away. But Like I spent this whole conversation kind of thinking that like she, 
had the authority to just kind of make this decision. So she was able to interview me and either say yes or no, kind of based on the merits of how well she thought I could help her. Right. And, and then as it turns out, you know, she, she doesn't, she kind of has a partner who has this totally opposite philosophy. So she was really more in like a researching phase that was kind of like, is this even something I can get my partner to buy into? Right. right. And so we, the first time we talked, I was like, ah, like if I had known about this little method, I feel like that conversation could have gone much differently, but I will say, I didn't feel like it was totally lost because they weren't somebody that were ready to work with me right now. I do feel like it's somebody that in the future is, is totally, totally fine. So you had talked a little bit a lot about that too. Like sometimes just because they're not the right person right now or the right lead right now, doesn't mean that they won't be in the future. Right. Right. And there's a lot of things that you can do once you kind of say, okay, great. You aren't, you know, in your brain, right? You're not telling the customer or the client this, but you're like, okay, they're not quite qualified yet. So then it almost becomes a hybrid again. So marketing gets mm -hmm. you, sales qualifies the lead, and then you kind of partner together. And if you're a solo entrepreneur, then you're going to wear two sides of a hat at that point because you really put them into what I would call like a drip campaign. Yes. Um, so that might mean, you know, okay, I'm going to send them five emails and send them one thing in the mail, you know, whatever the process ends up being. Um, I think you can really measure and identify ways to stay in front of them and continue to sell to them by showing them how much value you can add while you're waiting for those functions that you can't control um, to get resolved. Yeah, absolutely. So that right there in a nutshell, folks, is like how sales and marketing work, work together because that's exactly, that's exactly how it went. She's not the right person for me right now, but we will, we keep in touch and I do that like via email and social media and that's it. It's snowing here today and he has no school for Thanksgiving break. So if you hear whispering about sledding, that's, that's what we're doing. Um, he wants to go sledding right now, people. Okay. All right. So then let me tell you, I had, and I have been like sitting on this story and I was so disappointed that we didn't get to have like our initial conversation. We had to reschedule. So I had a couple of sales calls the week before kind of in between like our initial conversation and when we were originally supposed to record and I used the Bant method yes. and let me tell you, it like revolutionized my phone calls. Awesome. I felt way more confident. Like I knew what I needed to get, like what information I needed to get out of them. Because before when I was like having these phone calls, I'm like, uh, I hope I'm asking the right questions, but I'm not entirely sure. So I never really left them feeling confident that like, I totally understood the scope of what they were looking for. And so I was always nervous that like, I wasn't going to price accordingly. And so I used Bant and I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I know exactly what I need out of this or what you are looking for out of this relationship and what I need to give you. And it was so much, I feel like I projected a lot more confidence because 
I just, I had these questions and, you know, I didn't go through it and I didn't hit them right out of the gate with the B. I did wait until kind of, kind of the end, but I, I made sure to ask like, okay, so, you know, is there anybody else that you're working with that you need to consult with on this decision? Is it just you? Um, I was able to ask like, what kind of timeline are you on? Because everybody comes to you and they're like, oh, I want to get this out soon. Well, what does soon mean? for you. Um, I was able to do that and then really kind of understand their needs and say like, what is your vision? Like, what are you looking for? What do you hope to get out of this kind of relationship? And it just went so much smoother for everybody involved, I think. And Mm -hmm. then I was able to speak to my expertise and how I walk my clients through the process of marketing, right? Because once they explain their needs, I could be like, great. I hear you. I could respond to that. And then I could also say like, here's my process. And if you feel like this is going to be a good fit, then absolutely. Like, let's continue this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But I did have a question for you. So I have not been successful on the budget question. So, which I know, you know, as somebody who in the corporate marketing world, and even still as an entrepreneur, I get tons of companies that are like, Hey, we've got this great product or service and we think you can use it. It's going to help your business, right? They're doing the same thing that I'm doing. And I, I slow played them all day, every day, which is probably like so irritating to salespeople, but I'm sure it's something y'all are used to. We are, we are. <laughs> but you know, cause sometimes I was like, it happens for a variety of reasons, right? Like I'm not sure if it's a really great service, but I don't necessarily have time to like dig into it, but I don't really know how to say that to you like without being rude. Um, sometimes it truly just isn't a great time or I really don't have the authority to sign off on something like that. But, you know, when I'm talking to other entrepreneurs who are looking at investing in my services, you know, so we kind of go through this whole conversation and go, great you know, to recap, here's what you're looking for. Here's your timeline. Do you have a budget in mind? And a lot of times they're just like, uh, and they slow play me. They're like, I don't know. You know, yes, I have a budget or I'm not really sure. I'm just starting to do my research. So like, do you just sort of let that lie and continue, like move them back into that follow-up marketing funnel? Or do you, do you have any tips for, or tricks for like, you know, maybe getting an answer. Yes. I totally have tips and tricks here. I think that budget is one of the harder ones to ask, especially when you're a solo entrepreneur and you're selling to other solo entrepreneurs. So, you know, budgets are tight, right? We're all just out here hustling, trying to, trying to find a way to support our families, right? We're all in that same boat. Um, And so one thing I would say, I never would ask, what is your budget? So that is not the right way to go about it. I think 99 times out of 100, you're (laughs) going to get that same answer of like, I don't know. I think a lot of people think if they respond with, oh, well, my budget's $500, then you're going to charge them $500, right? Right, right. No, totally. I think that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that you're going to price it based on, based on the value. So I ask it in a little bit more creative way. Um, so on my website right now, which is itsallbettertogether.com, I'm sure we'll link it in the show notes. Yep. Um, but on the website, I've got a blog that really breaks down the full band philosophy. And then there's a download in there 
with a hundred questions um, to inspire you to help you on each of the four components. So I've got 25 different ways to ask about budget, 25 different ways to ask about authority, need, and timeline. Um, so my favorite way though to do the budget question is to say um, something along the lines of, are we talking, are you thinking a Ford Pinto or are you thinking a Rolls Royce? I want oh. to just get an idea of what level of, and then you go into the benefits again of your service, right? Are you looking for a full service marketing campaign, you know, where you are completely hands off, you want all the bells and whistles, or are you really needing something scrappy just to get you started? And that alone mm -hmm. put you on the right path to start to figure out budget because they're going to answer that question where they're never going to answer. Yeah, they're never going to tell me how much money they want to spend. Ever. <laughs> yes. No, that's totally, that is totally fair. Um, side mark, like now I can see, or side mark, side note, now I can see why you've probably been so successful. I'm thinking back to like every single sales phone call I've ever had. And like in the marketing field, some of those services, I mean, you're paying a lot, especially at the corporate level, you're paying a lot of money for them. And like, nobody's ever asked me about my budget. They always just sort of like end it and they're like, so are you interested? Or they, they did it the way that I've been doing it, which is like, so what, like, here's what it costs. Do you think that's doable for you? Yeah. And I'm always like, I, I don't know, like there's so much that goes into that question and I get it. Um, you know, that's why I was just kind of like, I don't really expect much out of this, but I love that. And I think, I think too, that gives me as the person who is potentially thinking about taking on this project, it gives me a way to go, okay, let's do a gut check here. We might've had a really great conversation, but if you're looking for a Pinto and I'm not a Pinto, then right. this, it probably isn't going to be a great fit because you're going to want a lot more from me than what I'm willing to give at the price point that I'm going to give it to you. Exactly. It really sets forth everything that you do next, right? If they say, I'm, you know, I'm still scrapping this together, then you have a choice to make. Do I want to propose something really small and, you know, less built out? Or do I want to, you know, just let them get free resources from the website for a while while they build up the business? It really will dictate what you do next and it will save you so much time. No, I love that. Oh, I am so excited. Oh, look, my son got dressed and left the house. <laughs> it's ready. Mom is ignoring me, so I done with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I record. So just to give you guys like a picture, I recorded my, in our, um, one of our rooms that has windows facing like our front lawn and like out of the corner of my eye, <laughs> all of a sudden like, here's this tiny person in his snowsuit and his snow boots. I'm like, all right, there you go. <laughs> you have left the house. <laughs> and to be clear, we're in the same city. So 
there's not like really snow on the ground yet, right? Right. It's right. just kind of flurry. There's you can still yeah. see grass, but he's ready. Yes, he's <laughs> he is ready. He's I would not be surprised if I catch him trying to blow up the sled here to get out. I love it. I love it. So funny. So seriously, like this revolutionized like my phone calls. And I am now I'm even more excited. I'm gonna go like fish for even more consultations just so I can ask that question. Because it's just so, it's so helpful. Like there's definitely like a mindset switch that I had to go through moving from corporate to entrepreneur because right. I am wearing that sales hat. And I've always been super like put off by it. Cause I'm like, I don't want to be like a salesperson that everybody's like, uh, this lady again. And this method I feel like just makes it, it's like no pressure I am just trying to have a good conversation with you and find out if we're a really good fit. And I'm truly, I'm not offended if we're not, because if I'm not a good fit for you, you're not going to be a good fit for me either. And then we're just going to both be miserable in this entire relationship, which is not where we want to go. You mentioned your website, but do you want to go ahead and like plug yourself one more time? What's that website again? Where can people find you on social media? Like plug away, tell them about yourself. Yeah, great. Thank you. Uh, so it's funny. I'm a salesperson, uh, and I don't really have anything to sell yet, <laughs> which I think is is just very funny. Um, I still work very full time. I love my job. I'm not planning to leave it anytime soon. Um, so I lead sales teams for an IT company. Um, I've got two offices that I'm responsible for. So really, just during COVID, I decided I wanted to do something more to give back, um, and I just had a lot of time. I'm an extrovert. I'm usually entertaining people at happy hours and I needed a way to be social. Um, so I developed a website. It is called itsallbettertogether.com. Um, and on that website, I'm blogging about lots of things right now. Um, sales skills is definitely a key component of what I'm offering and really career advice and inspiration. Um, at the end of the day, I just want to support entrepreneurs in any way I can. Um, I think COVID has uh, flattened some people and I think I've got some skills that can be helpful. So I'm just wanting to give them. Um, so you can follow me on all the socials, Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok is coming soon um, at itsallbettertogether.com. Awesome. And for everyone who's listening, give Sarah a follow and also follow me at Authentic Branding. We're going to be doing a little bit of a giveaway. So if you found this super helpful, but you want to know more, that will be coming soon. So make sure you're following and paying attention for all of those details. And that wraps up today's episode. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and subscribe to Startup Marketing to help other women like you find this podcast. And thank you for putting up with all of the chaos that is my house. And Sarah, thank you for being the most flexible guest ever. We will chat soon.